All right. Hey, welcome to the Praying Christian Women podcast. I'm Alana here with Jamie, and we have a very selfish episode <laughs> topic for you all. This is basically Jamie and I have a ton of catching up to do, and we have some episodes to record. So we are going to catch up with each other by walking you all through how to go through the ACTS prayer acronym. Which is actually very cool and very timely because in our Ephesians study that wrapped up before Christmas and the new year, one of the things that our group members said that they were interested in was digging a little deeper into the ACTS method of prayer. So this would be perfect to kind of have that as a resource for those that were interested and our listeners in general. And of course, yeah, yeah for us too. <laughs> it's mostly for us. I mean, let's be, <laughs> let's get real. <laughs> so for people who have never heard of it, ACTS or the ACTS kind of prayer, it's just a way to really like kind of just make sure you're covering your bases in your prayer. Um, like with any kind of prayer technique, it can turn to something that becomes too rigid and formulaic, and that's not what it's meant to be. But basically the A is for adoration. C is confession. T is Thanksgiving and S is supplication. And so what Jamie and I are going to do is we're just going to kind of go through it together. This is also something, maybe you're familiar with the acts method praying for yourself, but this is also a method that you can bring a friend in. So a for adoration is basically just giving, giving glory to God for who he is um, more so for who he is than what he's done, but it could be, you know, could be either. Um, so Jamie, how about before we dive into that, like give us an update because you and I haven't talked since like, it's been over a month, like way over a month. Other than texting and like really quick stuff. And you've been crazy with your schedule. So do you want to just kind of give us an update on life from your end? Yeah, we are. So, I mean, I, I, I did a solo episode and explained this was this last Monday. It went out because I have gotten very behind. Normally we're really ahead of the game with having episodes recorded and it, I, I have definitely been less organized. I think, and I think it even went out on Wednesday, maybe, cause I think we missed Monday, whatever. I don't even know. It's all running together. The bottom line is I've been away and not necessarily totally voluntarily. I we, <laughs> held we, hostage. <laughs> we went on a voluntary trip to visit our family on the East coast. And, um, and that trip though, turned into much longer than we thought because of delays. And it was the way that it worked out. It was, you know, basically two separate flights canceled. Our family members were split into two different groups of my husband and oldest got home a little bit sooner than us. And I, and the younger two ended up being, uh, on the East coast for longer than we then, then it would make it possible for my middle child to make it to a hockey tournament that he was supposed to go to. So instead of him being at home, going to school for a while, and then leaving for the tournament, we actually, uh, with my husband, I had to take, I and our youngest daughter had to take him to the hockey tournament directly. So then that was another almost week mm-hmm. away. So we were away for a total of a month and a couple of days from home. And so it really threw things out of whack. It, you know, threw us some curveballs, but it was very, um, you know, it was very cool to see God working in it, um, to see the divine appointments to like 
be forced to put on the God glasses and like, see what mm-hmm. is God doing here? What opportunities are in front of me that would not have been in front of me otherwise. And that even has extended into this time of being home, which it's been a little bumpy getting back home and like mm-hmm. basically jumping onto a moving treadmill, like with yeah. things already in, mm-hmm. in, well, and you're already behind with, you know, kids having missed school and stuff. Right. Sure it was, yeah. yeah. But so much to be thankful for. I mean, if COVID hadn't happened and I'm not saying COVID happened so that we could be in this position right now where we're able to mm-hmm. <laughs> do virtual mm-hmm. school, but the kids wouldn't have had access to all of that virtual school. I mean, basically they have things set up now. All of our kids are in full-time in-person school, but the school system has everything set up so that teachers can seamlessly transition to virtual and everything's up on Google classrooms and canvas and all these, these Mm -hmm. cool little, you know, systems that they've gotten used to using. So that was great because they did not fall as far behind as they could have been. And especially for our high schooler, that was Mm -hmm. invaluable. Um, And another huge blessing that I didn't mention when I talked on Monday um, in the episode was we had a decision to make before we left. We were originally scheduled to leave all at the same time. And our, our oldest was going to miss two or three of his six exams. Mm -hmm. And he was not going, and he was going to have to make them up after the holiday. And we prayed about it and thought about it. And we ended up deciding to split our family up to leave, to go there so he could stay and finish up his exams. Mm -hmm. Um, and if he had not done that, he would not have been able to be back for the makeup exams. It would have Mm -hmm. been like pile. He already had work backed up. So God went before us in a lot of ways. And even in being a little backed up now, I feel like God is in that. I feel like he has used this time. I I was feeling like I'm going to get this, this, and this done. I'm going to, you know, reflect on 2021 Mm -hmm. and be ready for 2022. And there was so much of me in that. And so much like, I feel like I'm, it's, I, I love it when I get to the point where I know that I'm not the one in control because at this point I can really see God working to help me pull back and invite him more into those plans than I was planning on doing. I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you made it home. I'm sure it was yeah. a, an ordeal. <laughs> Yeah, but not nearly as much of an ordeal as it is for some people. Like we were stuck with family, which was fine because we didn't, you know, mm-hmm. we did have some costs that were racking up that that were not yeah. good, but not we didn't have we weren't stranded in a in a mm-hmm. strange town with hotels. Right. And, you know, it, yeah. it was definitely good. Good. I'm glad it all worked out. Yeah. And our dog is okay, which is good because we were a little bit nervous about him because he had just had surgery for his Mm -hmm. abdominal obstruction from swallowing a magnetic ball just before we left for our trip. So he's all good. That's a good thing. So how did he react when you guys came home? When my husband and oldest were the first one to get him from the kennel Uh and he did like, we call it full on body waggle where he's like twisting in two different directions. Yeah. And then he was extremely um, clingy for the first week or so. Yeah. So my husband just took him everywhere in the car with him, wherever he went, he would bring him in the car with him. So yeah. Yeah. But he's, he's kind of, he's back to normal now. Did you get some extra love by the time you came home or was he Oh just- yeah. When we got yeah. home, he, so he was, he was, he would go and, and Matt couldn't find him and he would be sitting 
in the room um, that are like, well, in our middle kids room where our two uh-huh. youngest spend much of their time. And yeah. he, was just, he would just be sitting in there in their room waiting for them. And so when they got home, it was very sweet because he saw me and I got in the car. He he was in the car to meet us at the mm-hmm. airport. Oh, so um, so I got in the back and he was he went crazy and gave me kisses and, you know, it was very sweet. But then he almost immediately looked out like he was looking for the, he was the little for kids. The kids. It was sweet. Yeah, they That's were very cute. Yeah. I'm glad you guys made at home. Me too. Sure that, that was an exhausting time. It was, but it was, it was good. It was definitely good. How about you? How are things going right now in 2022? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, already a month in, which is just insane. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Things are fine. We went through a real cold spell. We had one week where it never got, well, like every day it was at least negative 40. Oh, And so it was, a, it was the worst cold spell that we've seen, like the most extreme, like we've seen negative 40, we've seen close to negative 50, but never for that many days in a row. Well, and your car wouldn't even start right one day. Yeah. We is- had some issues with that. Like it, it was okay. Um, pipes stayed all right. Sweet. You know, like I would say about half of the things that we usually do were were canceled anyway, you know, cause even yeah. out here when it gets to that cold, it's, it becomes a safety issue, you know, cause everything's spread out. So it's like, you know, we're not going to drive to Awana, you know, and worry about mm-hmm. getting stranded halfway there <laughs> when it's so cold, like you could catch hypothermia in, I don't know, half an hour or less. Mm. So in a way it was kind of a nice, um, nice reason to sort of just stay a little bit calmer. Like, I think if I remember right, it happened like the first week of what would have been like everything back up after Christmas vacation. Mm -hmm. So in a way it kind of helped ease back in after the Christmas break. Yeah. Um, And now like we've had a couple days over freezing. So it's just kind of going for you guys. Sorry. I have a dog. I have a dog and knock your mic dog in the studio. Yeah. He knocked my mic over. I, I don't know if you've heard the, like, tail thumping against the wall and yeah. I haven't heard the tail. Okay, good. See, my mic is doing its, its job. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, you guys for, for you guys to get over freezing is pretty big during the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, then we have the ice to worry about, of course. Uh-huh. Well, we had full on like, like fake breakup where we yeah. had, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, everything got slushy. Yeah. Uh, my, the car, the car, that the one car that we don't use very often right now that has mm-hmm. like snow on it, snow kind of melted off of it and yeah. the neighbor's driveway that the kids shovel, um, like pretty much like just Didn't melted all anything. the leftover yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's been, uh-huh. it's been crazy. We're freezing back up now though. And so we had, I think mm-hmm. schools were closed uh, in the Matsu Valley yesterday, right, I think it ice, was from yeah. the ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We don't really get snow days out here, but we definitely get the ice days. So, well, let's go into our act. So the adoration, now that we've done at least a tiny bit of a catch up with each other, mm-hmm. um, adoration again, it, there's no right way to do it. It's basically just praising God for, you know, what he's done for who he is. So how about since we're, since you and I are still kind of in catch up mode, how about like, when were times that you uh, saw God at work while you were on your trip? 
I would say the biggest, uh, one of the biggest things was the day that our flight was canceled. Well, we had had a second cancellation. So we had already been canceled, delayed like five days. And then it was Mm -hmm. the day before that next flight, we found out that the flight was canceled again. Mm -hmm. And we, to make a long story short, we thought we had tickets. Matt had gotten tickets on a different airline to help us make our connection flight, even though the first flight was canceled, but mm-hmm. the air, I couldn't get in touch with a human. Cause they were so backlogged. There was like oh, a man. seven to 10 hour customer service hold time. Mm-hmm. And so I put my number in for a callback. By the time I got a callback, the, there was, they had already canceled this both legs and rebooked mm-hmm. me separately from the two little kids oh, on two different days with great. like a layover in Juneau overnight. And, you know, <laughs> for two kids traveling by themselves, that's not going to work. So the computer did it, you know, and we were not mm-hmm. linked or something. So anyway, so yeah. I finally got a call back seven hours later. I, I think it was 5.00 AM when I, oh, man. when I put the call in and then it was like, I don't know noon. We were at church. Mm -hmm. We were at church Mm -hmm. with, with my husband's family and, um, Ben, the, the middle one jabbed me. He's like, mom, your phone's ringing. It was like buzzing during worship. (laughs) Uh Like we were Uh singing praise and worship. And I had just been praying. I had just been like, I knew the flight was canceled. I knew I need to talk to somebody. I knew they'd Mm -hmm. rebooked us. And I was just praying, God, show me our, our Sunday school lesson the day, the, I mean, that uh, service before that in, in Sunday school, mm-hmm. the lesson talked about how can you be um, a mouthpiece for God? Like that we were talking about Ezekiel and the, the dry bones and how he was a mouthpiece mm-hmm. for God. How can you bring God's life, his love, his words to people? And so I was praying about that and I was like, and, and what can you, you know, what are you doing in this that wouldn't be happening otherwise if I hadn't been in this situation? so that I can see those divine appointments. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. just then the phone rang. I would not have felt it buzzing. I got the phone and I went out in the hallway and I was talking to this woman and I was like, you know, feeling like I need to be hardcore. You know, I need to definitely just, I need to stand my ground. I need to be the Mm -hmm. squeaky wheel or I'm not going to get anything done. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the conversation, this woman was almost in tears, just sharing how hard her job was because of being (laughs) verbally abused. Like, so she's like, yeah, people are dropping like flies. They're quitting um, because of the verbal abuse and mandatory overtime. And she's exhausted and mentally taxed because she wants to help everybody, but she can't help anybody. And Mm -hmm. So I felt God prompting me to pray for her. And so I did at the end of the conversation and it, I didn't, I was nervous about it. Cause I was like, oh, I don't know this lady. I've already taken a lot of her time and I know she's busy, mm-hmm. but I just asked, you know, can I pray for you? And kind of like waited with a grimace waiting for her right. to be like, Oh, whatever weirdo. And right. she didn't though. She, she was gracious and said, that would Aww. be nice. And so I prayed for her and I just felt that as like, God showing me there are things that you need to do. And, and I'm, I'm putting you in those places and even just, yeah. So, and even just me being able to be at the hockey tournament that where Mm -hmm. I would not have been there, I'm sure there were things there, Mm -hmm. you know, that that God had in mind. So the whole thing was, uh, you know, I, I saw God 
God working and going before us and allowing mm-hmm. us to be there for my brother-in-law's birthday. We wouldn't have been there for that. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know for us, especially during that cold spell, it was a real reminder of God's provision, you know, just mm-hmm. in every single way, you know, if we didn't have a house, we would have died, <laughs> you know, like if yeah. we did not have a roof over our heads, we would not have made it a mm-hmm. week where every day it's negative 40 or colder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, same thing with just taking care of the cars, taking care of our safety while we were on the road, taking care of, you know, the house and the heater and, all those things that most of the time you don't really think about because you're so used to them just, you know, kind of being there and working. But when it gets that cold for so long, you really do. I mean, it it was a reminder every single day, like without God's provision, our family would not survive this winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that was for sure a big one is just seeing, yeah, God's provision. Yeah, I think about that so often, especially during the winter. And, you know, mm-hmm. in, in Anchorage, it's not anything like where you guys are. Mm-hmm. But I just think about the fact that, you know, it is the elements yeah. are, are a real thing. Oh, for sure. You know, we yeah. were reminded of that even with the uh, volcanic eruption in Tonga a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. And we have a friend from church who has some family still living in Tonga, and it took her a couple of days to hear from them. And like a week after they still hadn't received any of the supply ships, you know, so you you almost think, okay, when there's a natural disaster, that's a bad thing. And then everybody rushes in to help, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's just kind of the, you know, the Red Cross is going to be there. Samaritan's Purse is going to be there. All the aid groups are going to show up. And because of the ash, like it was over a week, if I'm recalling my facts correctly, that they could get, you know, the drinking water and things like that. So, Mm. you know, just other reminders, because sometimes we do, we have so many backups in in our head, right? Okay. So Mm -hmm. if our heater goes out, then we're going to go stay with friends or we're going to go to the hotel or we're going to drive into Anchorage and stay with the Hamptons, you know, like the Hampton Inn. Yeah. We have all of these like contingencies or, you know, there's a massive earthquake and Anchorage's supply line gets cut. And so somebody sends us shipments of food, you know, like we kind of have it in our head. Okay. Well, we've got the food in our house. And then when that runs out, there's food at the store. And then heaven forbid, if that should run out, there's food at shelters. And then if that runs out, somebody's going to be sending us food from somewhere out of state. And, you know, it's, it's just a reminder that you can't, none of that's guaranteed. You know, yeah, and I just I feel like anytime life throws you curveballs and things happen mm-hmm. that you don't expect, it is just this reminder of how much of an illusion control is mm-hmm. and the plans that we make yeah. are. And for sure, it's a healthy reminder, and not to not to say that sometimes it's not a devastating reminder because there are casualties when those things happen, obviously, but when it doesn't impact us in a life or death manner, it it's dead or, you know, that it's, it's a healthy reminder of, wow, like I really am dependent on God every moment Mm -hmm. of every day and dependent on others. You know, that's another big one, you know, Alaska is so fiercely like independent, you know, especially the more rural you get. And on, in a week, like what we had, like, you know, everybody needs to pitch in if somebody's car is broken down, 
you're going to stop because like I said, like, I don't know how long hypothermia takes to set in, but it's not like you can sit in the stalled car for two hours and, and be fine Mm -mm. (laughs) when it's that cold or, you know, somebody's, um, car won't start. And so they can't get groceries or, you know, like you just, everybody helps out, everybody pitches in and it's not even a question of, you know, should I do this? It's just, this is, this is how we act as a community. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else in your life recently where you've um, kind of just seen God at work or aspects of his personality? I think I've looked back on some things that um, like just with sports and hockey being a big part of our kids' lives, I have just seen without being specific, I've just seen ways that things that we would have made happen at the beginning of the season. And I think at the really of over the years, this happens all the time. Prayers that I've prayed for my kids, things that I want for them. Um, successes in, in the realm of anything, but sports, especially if I've, you know, just longing for my kid to have victory and success. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know things that I have wanted for them. And then when those things don't happen and I feel disappointed, but then down the line, I'll see how God used it for the ultimate good. Um, I just love that. I love Mm -hmm. that. Um, I love seeing that. And I've seen that over the course of this, uh, sports season with, with a couple of our kids where I've seen that things that we wouldn't necessarily have chosen have turned out to be like, just really, um, character building Mm -hmm. and, um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I have been really conscious of the fact that easy and yeah, easy isn't always the best that, mm-hmm, that there are these mm-hmm. times when, when hurdles and, uh, minor trials or middle trials, you know, can actually mm-hmm. be for the ultimate good. And, and I know yeah. that for myself, but it's hard for our kids. Cause I do tend to want you want to sweep in and make it just sweep in and make it perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I know that was vague, but no, that makes, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's the adoration side. Next up we have confession, which is just what it sounds like. So give us all the juicy deets of all the terrible things you've done lately, Jamie. Oh gosh. (laughs) We're, we're going to have to extend this to a double episode. We're going to have a two part. Or we could be really, really, uh, mean to our listeners and just like bleep out everything. So for the next five minutes, they just hear beep. (laughs) We watched Forrest Gump the other night Uh where he's up there and he's talking about, well, in Vietnam. (laughs) Yep. And then like the mic goes out Uh and then, well, that's all I've got to say about that. Exactly. That's, that's what we'll do. Yes. But seriously, folks. Um, well, I shared with you a little bit I have felt very, um, you know, I've got this really nice rosy story about, yes, I prayed for this woman that was helping me, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm so spiritual, but in reality, (laughs) the stress of that whole situation, I'm sure, um, I, I definitely sank to, Mm -hmm. you know, to depths at times of, of just being bratty and, Mm -hmm. uh, 
I don't know, snarky, Mm -hmm. (laughs) short Mm -hmm. with the kids because of my own. That's what I'm noticing. A lot of it's just shortness with the kids when I, when things aren't going my way and I get after the kids for that, that I see the kids when, (laughs) when things aren't going their way, they get really nasty with each other. Like the minute Mm -hmm. I say something about, okay, it's time to start doing homework. They start getting nasty with each other. Like, Mm -hmm. and, or, Hey, remember you've got hockey tonight. Let's get this, this, and this done. Let's clean this up or do this. And it's like, as soon as there's a minor stress, there's this lashing out at each other. And I get after that them about that a lot. And I myself did that quite a bit during the whole process of, um, just even being away and, you know, you know, packing back up and it's hard to be out of your element. It is. And so I did find myself being like that. Um, I definitely, um, have, I had all these great intentions of having these meditative times while we, cause you know, mm-hmm. we were gone for a good bit of that time for vacation, you know, just yeah. vacation. Quote, and, <laughs> yeah. And so I had in mind that I was going to have all of this time for self-reflection and prayer. And I did very little praying on mm-hmm. our vacation other than just the desperation prayers and the, right. in my head. get this flight. <laughs> And some of that I have to take responsibility for, because my temptation is to say, well, you know what? It was, I did not have any time to myself. I was always taking care of kids or engaging mm-hmm. with family or mm-hmm. navigating this, this or that. But the the bottom line is if you don't make time to pray, you're not going to, could I have gotten up an hour earlier or a half hour earlier some days to just go and be alone? Sure. I could have, but mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's another thing. So one of my words of, I don't really choose a word for the year, but last year I felt like God gave me the word breakthrough and, and I did Mm -hmm. see breakthrough in a lot of areas. I won't say I have a word for this year, but I would say Mm -hmm. one of my goals for this year is just discipline and intentionality because I definitely feel like that the spiritual side of my life was not made intentional during the time away. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that I don't continue down that road. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? That makes a lot of sense. I know for me, you know, some of it really has been just this extreme winter. Some of it's been with the move. Some of it's just inflation. Like there's a lot we've, we've increased our expenses by a lot. Mm -hmm. And there are days where it feels fairly overwhelming. And so it's easy to get anxious about that or, you know, to just complain or to get kind of like, there's almost this, um, like it's kind of cool to complain about finances. Do you know what I mean? Like it makes you feel like you're one of the cool people because everybody else is doing it, Right. you know? So I would say that's been one of the struggles. It's just been, um, you know, harder to trust, you know, even it's silly. Cause I just was talking about, you know, seeing God's provision <laughs> in this winter. And that's also my confession is the times where I'm getting anxious about, okay, where's this going to be coming from or complaining because we've got this bill that's now higher instead of just, yeah, being thankful for where we are and thankful that everything, you know, the bills are going to get paid. It's just, you know, there's more, <laughs> more of them coming in than we're used to. <laughs> yeah, no. And it is definitely, um, yeah, it's one of those things where, you can see the big picture of God's provision and then still get Mm -hmm. hung up in the little potholes of the individual stresses. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and one thing that I think sometimes gets missing from conversations about confession is it doesn't necessarily have to be like, Jesus, I am sorry that I did this sinful thing. You know, I also lump into confession, the just acknowledging your struggles or your Mm -hmm. temptations or like, God, I am having a hard time with this. So is there anything like that? Like, are there any struggles that aren't necessarily like you are confessing a sin that you committed, but something that you're kind of struggling with? Struggling with probably lots of things. Um, Organization is something Mm -hmm. that is a constant kind of struggle. Um, And I don't know, another, another way, well, and not to get away from this, but I'll just as an aside, another way that I frame this sometimes when the kids and I are going around and doing this Mm -hmm. is what is one way you want to be more like Jesus? Because that can be, yeah. you can just pick, you know, for them, that That's might be for more sure of their true. language of, okay, yeah. I want to be more loving to my. Oh, I like that so much because, you know, it's focusing on something that's positive as opposed to the negative. Right. And yeah, but anyway, but back to struggles, um, struggling with, um, I've said discipline before organization is another thing. Um, and honestly, food. I, mm-hmm. and I really, it's funny. I was listening to an audiobook about, um, health and wellness and food. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like that in itself is going to make me healthy. <laughs> like I just made some really poor choices last night with my food. And so, you know, I, I guess food is one thing that, that it's, um, I won't say food health. Let's just say being intentional about being healthy Mm because it's not the food. That's the issue. It's just my, my choices to be healthier Mm -hmm. and, you know, even exercise. And I'm thinking not even about losing weight or Mm -hmm. anything like that. I'm thinking my brain health is what I really want to focus on. So those are just some things, but that, that kind of goes into that realm of discipline too. I think it all kind of falls Mm -hmm. into that same category of, of discipline. Um, and I think one other thing that is kind of a constant struggle is the idea of, uh, I guess maybe it's my victim mentality where I feel like I am this way, so I'm not gonna be able to do this, this, or this. And some of that stems from fear. Um, and so, and some of that is pertaining even to the podcast, to the mm-hmm. idea of the conference, you know, that we yeah. did last year that I would love to do this year and feeling already behind on some of the things. Mm. Um, so some of, some of what goes through my mind is like, well, I'm not super organized or I'm not the kind of person that can just push through this. So if I do this, then all this other stuff is going to not get done. And, and am I able to let those things slide? And so, you know, I think that comes to lack of trust in lack of faith in God to equip me. And it's me like putting too much emphasis on my own abilities. So yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. How about you? Do you have some I do. I'm going to talk to our listeners in vague detail about it, (laughs) but I just sent you a chat (laughs) so that you can see the behind the scenes of it. I'm having a struggle just with um, loved ones struggling with their faith. Mm 
Yeah. And, and that's, it's just, it's so hard. Um, you know, the one that's in chat isn't the only one. There's just, there's a couple people that I deeply, deeply love, deeply, deeply care for who are having some faith struggles right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not some, you know, it's not the kind of relationship where I can just say, well, this is how it is. And so this is what you're going to believe, you know, like I have no control right. <laughs> over that. And so, yeah, that's been, that's been a big struggle. It's, it's just, it makes me sad more than anything else. You know, it's just, I like these people are, I love them so deeply Mm -hmm. and there were times where there was more of a spiritual connection because we were more on the same page. Mm -hmm. And so now that that's missing, um, yeah, it just makes me sad. Yeah. I can relate to that struggle as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on multiple yeah. Yeah. Multiple I've got things. Yeah. yeah. I've got several people in mind where, yeah, it's, yep, it's, too. it's hard watching people, especially, you know, somebody that you love and somebody that you have a spiritual history with. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's like a, it's like a quadruple whammy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, I don't think I probably haven't shared it on the podcast. My grandpa died in early December and that was, that was a hard time too. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I, I don't think I told you my story, actually. I had a really um, neat spiritual experience where, hmm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without presuming too much, but basically there was a night that I was up for probably like five hours praying for my grandpa. He had gone into hospice care like the day before. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was very clear. I, I basically, I was praying with the expectation that I was praying my grandpa into heaven Mm -hmm. and I was going to wake up to the text that told me that he had passed away at night. And I would have said, okay, well, that's why I was up praying so hard. Mm -hmm. That text didn't come. So I was just like, oh, okay. You know, like all prayer is good prayer. So whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) I went about my day. And then like, I wasn't told until that afternoon, he had passed away that night. Mm -hmm. Um, and so in a way it, turned into, again, it was a very special experience. I don't think I've had anything quite like that before. I, I really do believe that God woke me up and allowed me to pray for him as he was dying. And it was, it was very, um, it was really special because, you know, a lot of times when we talk about like memorable prayers, we, we think about the connection that we feel to God, right? Like that's in a lot of times, like what stands out, like, oh, I felt like God was right there. Mm -hmm. And this was different because I actually, like, I felt like God was allowing me to connect with my grandpa and I'm not trying to make it sound like too out there and weird, but Mm -hmm. I really did feel like there was, um, you know, just like love between my grandpa and me that my prayers, like God was allowing my prayers to show my grandpa how much I loved him. And that it was very, very special. Wow. That is so cool. And I mean, and, and that is the beautiful thing about prayer is that it connects us to people mm-hmm. no matter it, where it we does. are. It can. Yeah. I remember a time when my husband was, he was at a job interview and it was just a really gut-wrenching decision of, should we Mm -hmm. do this? Should we not? If, if this is offered, would we take it? It it would have been huge. It would have been a huge change. And there were a lot of emotions involved and we were so torn. Mm -hmm. And 
I remember praying, feeling really prompted to pray for him. And it's the first time I think that I've ever done this, but I actually figured out what direction he was. And I like, oh, wow, faced that, faced that direction. I don't yeah. know why. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to, like you said, and I don't want to make it too like weird, but no, but sometimes I, I just think that can, yeah, really felt God connecting me. And it was the same sort of thing. I felt like God was, mm-hmm. as I was praying for God to open his eyes and give him mm-hmm. wisdom, I really felt a connection and I can't explain it. Yeah. And later, and I don't know the minute or the time or anything, mm-hmm. but without me even saying anything, when I talked to him later that day, I said, Hey, so how did things go? He's like, you know, the lunch was going great. I was in the meeting, you know, everything felt really good. And I just felt like I needed to go in and just take a minute. And I went into the bathroom Mm -hmm. and I was washing my hands and I just looked up into the mirror and it's like this, this switch flipped. And I just knew that I wasn't Mm -hmm. supposed to take this job. Wow. Yeah. So that was very, um, and I, yeah, that was very, it, it kind of, at that point, the trajectory of that interview time shifted. Mm-hmm. And I think his energy shifted and their energy yeah. kind of shifted, like to the point where they came to a conclusion that like, yeah, I, I just don't think this is going to be yeah, the right thing. Whereas up to that point, he said, I, everything I think gonna was offer going to offer me the amazing. job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now when you were praying, did you get the same sense of like, this was not the right job or were you just praying mm-hmm. for direction? I was just praying for him to have direction okay. and I had mm-hmm. no clue. Yeah. No clue at all, which, what, what the right yeah. thing to do was. No, I love that. I think it's a really good reminder how, you know, as women, as wives, as moms, as granddaughters, like the love that we have for the people we pray for gives an amazing amount of power to our prayers. And I think that's another thing that isn't necessarily talked about because you can't like, you can't prove it. You can't quantify it, mm-hmm. but if I were praying for Matt at a job interview, that's going to be totally different. Even if you and I are praying the exact same thing, right? you know, you praying for your husband is very different than someone else praying for the same person. And I think that that's maybe sometimes we, we miss that in our prayers. Like, I don't know about the church church that you're at, like our church, the women usually don't do the public praying. And, you know, I kind of have some mixed feelings about that, but, you know, especially so if you grow up, just kind of see, like, let's say you grow up in a church like that, where the dad prays for dinner, the male pastor prays for the service and the male ushers pray for the offering, you know, like, I think we almost miss this um, kind of just that feminine power that we can bring into some of our prayers Mm -hmm. because of the yeah, we're nurturers, we're caregivers, we have amazing love, (laughs) we have amazing intuition. And of course, I'm painting with broad strokes, but those are gifts that God has given us as women that we can bring into our prayers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, I love the question that you ask your kids. So let's finish the confession time with that. Where's an area that you want to be more like Jesus? I don't have a word for it, but I want to be the kind of person who can be really comfortable around anybody. You know, I, I kind of feel sometimes like I'm constantly like gauging what people are thinking of me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm too self-conscious and, and Jesus just loved, he just loved people. And that came across and, and there was no barrier there, you know, from what I read in this, in scriptures, you know, 
it was, it didn't matter. He just loved people. And I would just mm-hmm. love to get rid of that, that, that thing in me that's constantly sending out feelers to see what people are, or imagine worse, what people are thinking of me or what they might have preconceived notions about me. But then I think, well, God gave me that for a reason. So I need to mm-hmm. walk in that, in the healthy, you know, like, uh, I need to not live in the basement of that quality. <laughs> right, right. I would say, you know, and this probably has been my word for years is just, you know, just a, a sense of gentleness that it, it's really important to me. And, you know, even thinking about my grandpa when he died, like he left such a legacy of being a quiet, humble, gentle man. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an amazing man. He was a like a World War II war hero. He had a purple heart. He had gotten like congressional recognition. Um, and you would never know it. He was just, he was mm-hmm. quiet and, and loving and gentle. Um, very different from me in that it, I never got the sense that he strived, you know, like I didn't know him during his working years. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was just always this sense of, I am totally at peace with everything. And everything is exactly as it should be. And so I've been thinking a lot about, you know, just kind of that legacy of being such a calming, gentle presence. Um, And yeah, that's, that's an area that I continually want to grow in. Yeah. All right. So what's up next in our acts? We have, um, I guess, Thanksgiving is my favorite. Yeah. What are you thankful for? Oh, everything. Um, thankful that it's getting a little warmer. You know, I'm thankful that we got through that extreme cold. Um, I'm really thankful that the stuff in Tonga went okay. Like it felt closer than a lot of natural disasters do. Um, Mm -hmm. one of them is because we have a friend, like I said, at church whose family is still there, like a lot of her siblings and nephews and nieces. Um, some of it, I think too, is like, you know, we also live in a volcanic area you know, nothing's been active in a while, but well, and um, people here in Alaska felt could hear it. Yeah. You could hear the sound. Like a friend of Mm -hmm. ours that posted on Facebook that she could, uh, her, it was like the way she described it was the house didn't shake, but everything started rattling. It was very weird. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like Alaska was in the tsunami warning area parts Mm -hmm. of it for a little bit. So yeah, that felt closer than some kind of natural disasters do. And so, yeah, I'm just thankful that everybody there is okay. Like it could have been so much worse. Um, you know, we, we still haven't gotten the full scope of the damage, but it doesn't, it seems like the damage and the danger is more about like the drinking water and things and less about like, you know, mass, um, you know, deaths and things like that. So hopefully oh, yeah. that's, you know, still the case is, is people get down there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my dogs make me so happy. <laughs> I'm just so thankful for them. They're just so cute and sweet. I'm trying to think if I have any really funny dog stories lately. Um, they're just goofy. We got so much snow that now coffee, our smaller one, when she runs in the backyard, she's got big, long Springer Spaniel ears and her ears flap like wings. Cause she has to like <laughs> jump. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, so much that we're thankful for. Um, we had a really nice Christmas. It, it just felt very relaxed, really laid back. I think now that the kids are older and we're not doing like, you know, a dozen presents for everybody, it's more like, you know, here's, here's your one big thing that you want in. 
it just feels like there's no pressure at all. <laughs> and yeah, so Christmas was nice. Christmas was laid back. So yeah, I'm kind of thankful for everything. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, pretty much everything. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on. <laughs> moving right along. No, uh, I'm very thankful to be home. Um, but I'm also thankful for our time getting to visit family. And, um, you know, I got to see my dad and stepmom for a tournament over Thanksgiving, got to see my in-laws um, over Christmas and got to see my brother over mm-hmm. Christmas who came to came to just for a couple of days, he and his wife came. Um, so that's really cool. Very thankful for him. And just like for his family now being yeah. in our family, which that's is that's so cool. Um, I'm thankful for, uh, our middle kid that had the tournament, um, over, you know, right after the holiday travel, um, they were champions. They won the championship. That's so cool. Which seems like, oh, well, that's not very spiritual, but these kids have like, I've just gotten to see this team grow and like really trust each other and play together and, um, and work hard. And it's, it's like, kind of like, I won't call it an underdog story. I don't think they were Mm -hmm. like underdogs, but Mm -hmm. they were not expected to do as well as they've done this season. And a lot of it, I think is because the kids have, I don't know, just been they're They're good kids. They like each other. They mm-hmm. are kind to each other. They're not selfish when they play. They want to see each other yeah. succeed. And I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, just seeing, I'm thankful for also just, um, I sometimes complain because I feel like maybe our sports take up too much of our time and mm-hmm. that we have allowed that to become too big a yeah. part of our lives. But I have seen in all three of the kids character building lessons that they have learned over and especially over the Mm -hmm. last year with all three of them yeah, um, that that I'm thankful for, where I've seen them grow and I've seen God Mm -hmm. use situations through sports, through the team construct and even hard stuff that has helped them to see God moving in their lives. No, that's cool. I read a book since you're kind of looking into being healthier, it's called spark. And it's all about how exercise helps your brain health. And so they have a lot talking about kids and like school PE programs and things like that. Like we've even seen it with our youngest. He started doing more workout stuff downstairs. Like we have a little weight set up and an elliptical and things. And he's gotten really into that. And I have seen a huge difference in how he approaches his math now during homeschool time. Oh, that's great. Um, You know, so yeah, I mean, there's so many benefits to being physically active, especially for kids. So um, yeah, academically, mentally, spiritually, it's all, you know, it's all there. I think that's such a huge thing that we talk about all the time is how you know, focusing on your physical health is going to help your prayer life. It's not as though you're like, okay, I'm going to pray for my, you know, I'm going to pray for my half an hour before I feel like I have the right to work out for half an hour. (laughs) You know, like some people do that. They're like, well, I I can't take care of my body until I've taken care of my spirit, but they're, you know, 
right now they're connected. <laughs> they're going to be connected for most of us, hopefully for decades. So <laughs> <laughs> Lord willing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have one more that I'm really thankful for. We, so our young, our oldest is about to turn 16 and that in itself is a cool craze, but we basically like got pregnant and had kids at the worst time for photo taking because we had a digital camera. Like we got a digital camera when I was pregnant 17 years ago, 16 years ago. And, but that was before there was any kind of like cloud backup right. or storage. Yes. Um, and so to, uh, after a computer crashes, those pictures just don't exist anymore. <laughs> I know we have that and, same problem. Yeah. And it, you know, it was before Facebook. So it's not like you can go and look at your Facebook memories and right. like in my account, I don't post pictures of the kids anyway. So that wouldn't have helped even if it did. Yeah. Um, but I found like years ago, my grandparents really wanted pictures of the kids and they didn't do like email attachments and that kind of thing. So what I would do for years is I would order them prints online and I found like my login to get into all of these. Oh, so, you know, we probably have maybe like three or four dozen pictures for each year. We don't have any from when my oldest was like a newborn, but my husband still has some of those. Um, but basically from the time we had two kids on, we, we have our pictures back. So that oh, was really, that's really cool. great. It was fun to look through for sure. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. All right. And then last up is supplication. So we did adoration, confession, Thanksgiving. Um, and then supplication is just, yeah, where you bring your requests for yourself and to others for God. Isn't there, don't some people split it up? They split the S up into two. I think there's an acronym that kind of accounts for like prayers for you versus prayers for others. Is that one you're familiar with? It's not, but I wouldn't be surprised. And that yeah. would be a good way to do it. There's all kinds of acronyms, but mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. How do we want to do this? Do you want to just tell us all the, give us your, your prayer wish list or give me my, yeah, my prayer, my prayer laundry list, um, grocery list. How does that go? Right. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, talking about people and faith, I definitely, um, just want to pray for my family and mm -hmm. just for, just our, I would say for our spiritual cohesiveness and, um, and just for God to open doors for whatever it is that he has for us as a family mm -hmm. and individually mm -hmm. in terms of ministry, in terms of, um, all of those things. Yeah. 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 I yeah. would say just prayers, prayers for each one of us for just, uh, increased faith, um, increased focus on family mm -hmm. connection, spiritually, yeah. um, things like that. That's, that would be one of my number ones. And another one would be, um, just wisdom and direction and guidance for, 2022 for praying Christian mm -hmm. women for yeah. me personally, just the things that God wants me to focus on. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, those would be the two biggies for me for right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. My first biggie that comes to mind is similar to your last one. Just, yeah, guidance, especially for, you know, the books and the business side of things, you know, where are we going from here? Um, the energy to, you know, fulfill whatever it is that God has me working on. Um, and then, yeah, family-wise, just, um, I mean, we're, we're at a really, like I said, it's just, it's been a nice place with the kids being older, like having neat discussions and things. So just continued, I guess, harmony in the home, mm-hmm. one, um, provision, protection. Um, I think there's a lot of people now who kind of are experiencing just sort of the stress that I talked about in the confession side, just, you know, worrying about everything coming together, mm-hmm. you know, like there are, you know, prices for a lot of things are going up, you know, just economy concerns, political concerns. There's just, there's a lot of feeling as if, um, and I'm not really talking about me personally. I'm just kind of thinking, you know, at least nationally. And I would guess, mm-hmm. you know, to an extent globally, just like what's, what's next? Like, where are we going from here? Mm-hmm. Um, are we, you know, like your story of travel is a nightmare. Like I literally have nightmares about trying to fly home and not being able to get on the plane to come home, you know? So I've all but written off traveling for this calendar year. Um, you know, so just, yeah, I, I guess the prayer request for that is just for God's grace. You know, um, I feel like there's a lot of, power in just praying for kind of a calming hand, you know, like calming all of these concerns that people have, calming all the fears that people have. Um, Yeah, that's kind of what's on my heart right now. Yeah. Well, and thinking outwardly, I do feel like our Ephesians study last year, really, I expected to come away with it feeling a lot more or, or experiencing a lot more personal application, which there was tons of personal application. But what Mm -hmm. I came away with through that book was the body of Christ is so important to God. And Mm -hmm. the unity in the body of Christ is paramount to the gospel going out. And so that's one thing that's been on my heart kind of as a prayer burden is, you know, prayer for the unity, you know, the unity Mm -hmm. of the body of Christ. Um, prayer for our church leaders who are just having a hard time, just like the rest of the world is with the division that's going on. I mean, there's so many things to divide us. So Mm -hmm. much, everyone seems just, you know, ready to be offended, ready to be, Mm -hmm. um, you know, point fingers and be angry. And I think that that is a gotta be a huge challenge for our church leaders to deal with Mm -hmm. that. And so just wanting to pray for that unity and be part of that unity and not just Mm -hmm. say, Oh, point fingers at those people need prayers for unity. Well, you know, (laughs) look at those people who are being so divisive. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It starts, it starts with, with me. And so, yeah, that's just, that's been kind of a, like a, a big prayer burden Mm -hmm. for me personally. Yeah. No, that makes a ton of sense. Well, do you want to just kind of close in prayer and we'll wrap this episode up? It was great catching up with you. Yeah. Great catching up with all of you listening too. then. Yeah. yeah, We would love to hear some of your um, things that you got from this episode. Any um, aha moments or Mm -hmm. any praises or, you know, any of the ACTS that you want to share Mm -hmm. with us, you can email us at connect at praying Christian We'd love to hear from you.
Yeah. Well, and we're, like I said, we're just kind of revamping. We usually have at least several weeks buffer. So we might not have many sales out if we skip a Monday and it gets uploaded later in the week. Um, we're okay. <laughs> we're just catching back up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Have grace with us in the next, next couple of weeks and yeah, but we'll, we'll then, still be here. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine I was going to say by February and then I'd look at my calendar and like, as we record this, that's like three days away or four days away. <sighs> How is that <laughs> so crazy. But anyway, by the end of February, I'm going to guess we'll be, we'll be back on a, on a roll barring mm-hmm. unforeseen circumstances, but yeah, we're just, we're getting back into it and yeah. uh, we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not going to kill ourselves to to get it out there. So it'll happen. But, um, I, I have called dibs on Jamie's time because we need a big, long catch-up call anyway. So we do. if Absolutely. you don't get mini sods from us for a few weeks, that's because Jamie and I need to catch up. So that's right. I- well, we've been <laughs> saying we were going to do it and then we're like, but well, we've got to record. So I, I think we've had like three recording sessions where we've just jumped in and been like, okay, Hey, well, we'll catch up later. Yeah. So this was nice. This, this felt like at least a partial catch up, yes. which I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, uh, would you like to close us in prayer? I would. God, we just thank you for this time to focus on prayer as just a whole episode on praising you and confessing and giving thanks and just laying our requests at your feet. We just pray, God, that you would be glorified, that you would help us to just walk away from this time more prayerful more connected to you and just more conscious of praising you and more conscious of the need to be asking your Holy spirit to inter intercede and to, to draw out the things that need to be confessed and repented of um, more aware of all of the many blessings that you lavish on us day to day and, and more aware of the need to place our burdens at your feet and not just carry them around. You don't intend for us to walk around with them um, weighing heavily on us and help us also not to just be mindful of our own needs, but to, to look outward and to be aware of the needs of others. Sometimes, especially when we're, when we're carrying burdens of our own, I just, I pray that you would help us to always be aware of, of being a light and being, um, a vessel to, to carry your light around to the people around us. Um, we just lift up all of the prayers that we have prayed today and all of the unspoken prayers, Lord, you know, exactly what's going on in our hearts and in our minds and in our lives. And we just pray that your kingdom would come, your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven in each one of the areas that we need your healing work, that we need your intervention, that we need your wisdom and guidance that we need your power and your breakthrough. God, we just pray that today we would see evidence of your mighty hand at work, that it would be unmistakable and that we would just be able to turn it back around and praise you for it and give you glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.